0: Hi everyone, Katie Cash here. I am excited to bring you a special episode of the AEC Marketing for Principals podcast. Judy, myself, and the rest of the SmarterG's team have been on the phone non-stop these past few weeks talking with AEC principals and firm owners about how COVID-19 has impacted their businesses, and we've been working with them to pivot their marketing plans as we adjust to this new normal. We've been getting so many calls that we really wanted to do more and help the AEC industry. And so we sought out and put on a webinar just the other day. Um, So today's episode is an excerpt from that webinar where Judy talks through some tools that we developed to help principals and firm owners, as well as their marketing departments, analyze their business and devise the right response to communicate to the market during this unprecedented time. Each of the tools Judy discusses on the episode are going to be available on our website for download. Just visit smartagiescom slash podcast.
1: Thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy to have this time with you. I appreciate all of you taking time out of your new normal to listen to a few ideas related to marketing your business. As Katie said, we've been on the phone nonstop with our customers, um, really talking about the impact of COVID-19 and how we anticipate this is going to have a lasting effect on our industry, not just the way we market, but really the way we do business. And in the beginning, when all this was happening, I think there was a little bit of a pause because we weren't really sure how bad it was going to get. Very impressed with our industry uh, resources and publication that were quick to respond and ask the industry what they were going through from this Y group, a consulting firm, I respect very, very much the AIA, the ACEC, associated general contractors. It seems like every professional organization out there has done a quick research survey on the effects of COVID-19 on your business. And, you know, big picture guys, it's, it's, it's not good. It's yet to be seen how bad it's going to get, but the, you know cliff notes version of this story is that things are going to get really tough and and it was tough for marketers and business owners before covid-19 and it's going to get a little bit harder so it's easy to get sucked into the doom and gloom but i think as firm principals and leaders and smart business people business owners and marketing executives it really is our job to figure out how we overcome this challenge and so We wanted to ask you all, the people in attendance today, how you're responding. And it was interesting. If you recall, when you registered for this webinar, we asked you what you plan to do now with your marketing budget. And 30% of you, or roughly a third of you, were very honest and said, you know, we are saving all of our pennies and cutting all of our costs right now because it looks like things are going to be super challenging and our number one priority is our people. And you know as a business owner myself, I can't argue with that. I think that that is a very smart thing to do. And then a third of you said, "You know, we're probably not going to spend as much as we thought we were this year. Uh, a lot of our initiative initial plans have been canceled or Um, They just don't seem that important anymore, but we are going to do something. We're not really sure what, but we're going to reinvest our marketing dollars in in different ways. And we are going to probably put away uh, a few dollars for a rainy day as well. So that makes perfect sense as well. And then another third of you were very honest and said, you know, really, I have no idea. I'm not very, I'm not sure yet what we're going to do. And that's what I've been met with in my consulting practice. Many of you are clients and many of you know I spent a lot of time with you and your C-suite looking at big picture strategies for going to market. And more and more of the CEOs and marketing leaders that I spoke to were very honest and said, you know, I just, I wish there was a way that I could have a process to determine the best thing to do right now. And so I started thinking about what if I could develop a tool to help you all? And so I've I've developed two very simple tools that maybe you can use while you're home alone (laughs) with your families and your pets to really think through strategies moving forward. Every day there's a new development and you get a little bit more information. And again, the most difficult thing during this time is managing the uncertainty. And so this tool that I've developed here in the last week is really designed to help you think about your transition to the new normal. Every single day we get a little bit more information about what our future might look like. But I do know that day one is coming. And what I'm calling day one is the day that everybody says, it's safe again, everyone go back to your offices, go gather, network, be with each other, and we need to plan for what do we want day one to look like for our businesses. So I developed this tool here that puts three categories on the screen represented by the columns. So if you go to the first column, the first row indicates uh, your position. So if your position is to be tone deaf, and it's amazing to me that even as recent as yesterday, I received an invitation for a free meal at Ruth Chris Steakhouse to meet with an estate planning attorney. And I thought to myself, surely they had planned for this to go out before this crisis, but the fact that it actually still went out, it was wrong on so many levels. It was them acting like it's business as usual, and even if I was uh, considering this particular firm for those needs, um, the fact that right now people are fighting for their lives, and we are unable to physically gather, I just felt like their marketing communications were literally tone deaf. And it makes me think that I really don't want to do business with that brand. And I'm making a note of it in a way that I'm sure they're, you know, the The people behind the marketing campaign did not want me to react from a standpoint of, now you've lost my loyalty altogether, or I am less inclined to do business with you. But there's a lot of companies, I'm sure you guys have all experienced this, where you're getting spam emails and invites from strangers on LinkedIn trying to sell you something. And it's just wrong. That is not going to work for most businesses. And I would really caution you all to look at everything you're communicating today through a different lens and ask yourself if it is socially sensitive and relevant. So let's move into the second column, the conservative approach. And I think this is where a lot of you sit right now. Your responses to our survey indicate that, you know, you're either going to save or you're going to save and reinvest, or you're simply not sure, but you want to be careful and intentional with every dollar you spend when it comes to marketing. And so the conservative approach is sort of to wait it out. And I think that that is a very fiscally responsible approach. However, one thing that I see as a downside of doing nothing is that it could diminish brand loyalty because those brands that share space with you that have decided to act in the third column, which is strategic and pivot their marketing, will have an advantage on day one that they've been building brand loyalty during this settle in place period. And I think that there's something to be considered there. So this is a tool for you to measure, you know, what your position is during this time, uh, what action you should take, and the direct effect it might have on your brand. Hopefully this will give you a way to sort out your your thoughts and worries and ideas. And then this next tool is really to elaborate on that third column. If you take a strategic approach um, and pivot your marketing in order to increase your brand loyalty, so day one looks a lot better for you, then what does pivoting look like? And so for... This tool, I wanted to give you some basic steps that you can maybe uh, organize your thought process around. Uh, One is obviously you need to assess your business. Um, We have clients that are having very different experiences uh, during this COVID 19. Some of our clients are actually in the nature of their business, they are having high demand for their services. It's they're expecting a huge increase in revenue as a result of the virus. And others are seeing very dramatic plummeting of revenue, a decrease in revenue and very low demand for their uh, services or products. And then we have other clients who say, you know, I don't think overall long term it's going to have a really huge effect on our business but there's definitely going to be a delay. So I try to ladder these um, business outlooks and associate them with what that does to the demand for your expertise and your services and what action you should take if you fall in in these categories. So starting with category one, if you are in a business where revenue is increasing as a result of this time and this virus, perhaps you're in, in Businesses related to technology, or perhaps your firm does a lot of federal work, or perhaps you're in um, public sector settings where the work really has not slowed down yet, and you're finding that there is a high demand because maybe you have special expertise that's being called upon right now as it relates to the to the um, situation that we're in. What I see our clients who are in this situation doing is finding ways to bring better experiences to their customer. With the demand being higher, they are having to change the way they connect with their customer, they can't physically meet anymore. Um, So having tools out there for their clients to connect with them. The second scenario where a lot of our clients are finding themselves is definitely they're in markets that are gonna have a slower time recovering from this than others. And um, a lot of these are firms that are in the private markets or do design or construction of buildings that are in the hospitality sector or entertainment sector or sports sector. A lot of uh, retailers are struggling right now. And so they're anticipating a dramatic decrease in their demand of their services. So if you have a decrease in revenue and low demand for your services, this might be a time that you reassess and diversify. There is a lot of quiet time right now where people are in front of their screens and they're accessible, whereas they maybe were harder to get in front of just a couple weeks ago. And then finally, we have some customers that are seeing a delay in their revenue. Projects have gone on hold or if they're in the service side of our industry where they're going in and maintaining buildings, property managers, um, they are seeing paused demand. And what that means is they know that when day one happens, they are going to be just swimming in work and being responsive to their customer. And so they're thinking about the future customer experience and what can they do to anticipate that and and make that a differentiating factor for their brand right now. So let's go into just some big picture brainstorming of digital pivots that we're seeing. A lot of us, Look forward to our industry events. Um, it's the places where we get to see each other and we get to see potential clients. and And we're really many of us are very active in professional organizations, and we miss our teammates and our boards. And what I'm starting to see now, now that the new reality is setting in, is a lot of organizations are taking their conferences and and turning them into virtual events. A lot of firms are struggling with the idea that, you know, they've been trying to be picked as a speaker for industry events for some time. And, and this was the year that their their call for papers actually got selected. And and now they're not going to have that opportunity. I'm seeing a lot of my clients in that situation saying, hey, well, why don't we put on our own webinar and and bring the people to us? I have uh, firms that feel like they have a lot to say and a unique point of view on a number of different subjects that are using this time to develop podcasts um, or host virtual meetings uh, with their clients and with their prospects. Um, I'm sure that I'm not alone, uh, and I'll admit that I've had a few virtual happy hours myself so i think people are adapting we are social creatures by nature and i think that most of us on this webinar today are either business owners or we are responsible directly for driving revenue for the business we work for and it's not in our nature to sit and do nothing so that brings me to the second series which is business development i've spent a lot of time on the phone with my business developers not mine, but my clients, business developers, who are saying all of my events have been canceled. None of my clients are meeting. What do I do? And what I'm finding is like some old fashioned techniques are still relevant. I can't tell you how many times I've heard just this week, a client tell me, you know, I picked up the phone and I called so-and-so and and hadn't talked to him in a while. And it was so great to connect. And I think that I would avoid, you know, speed dial. Uh, cold calling right now. But if there are people in your life currently or clients from long before or people you just haven't connected with in a while, check in on them. I think that people are welcoming any type of interaction these days emails, not spam emails, but thoughtful emails are having a great response these days. And some of my savviest clients, I'm, I'm very proud uh, to say that I have some really forward thinking customers that have said, you know, we're in the middle of some really big projects right now. And I'm worried about my client, my client's worried about his project. So we are going to throw up specialty landing pages, and microsites that curate all the information about the project in a single place and invite them to come and engage with us and exchange ideas with us and it's amazing the speed at which these things and affordability of these things happening but it also tells your customer hey you know we're here for you now we are here for you before and we're going to be here after and then when it comes to advertising and sponsorships i think it's really important that you're in the far right column from my previous tool, not being tone deaf, being very sensitive and real and authentic in your advertising and sponsorship communications. Um, A lot of firms are looking to be part of the solution, so we're seeing a rise in cause marketing. For example, if you design and build schools, You know, something directly affecting your industry is there's a lot of children that depend on those school lunches. And I've seen a lot of cause marketing sponsored by firms to raise um, online fundraising to be able to get food to those those families in your local community. So I've seen a lot of ways that brands have come out to help their customer or help the industry that they um, are normally doing for-profit business with, and I think that is going to build a great deal of brand loyalty uh, when day one comes and beyond. So, And then some clients who are in that category of low demand and they really want to get their visibility out there, they are being very tasteful with introducing their brand to maybe a market that hasn't known them or hasn't seen them in a while. So. One of the things I want to touch on is the knee-jerk reaction I get from a lot of my customers is no one's buying anything right now. We shouldn't do anything because no one's buying anything. And I think that that's, there's a lot of truth to that. But I also think that our industry is known for very long sales cycles. So that hasn't changed. I don't think anyone's buying anything right now. But what they are is for is available to be influenced. And I think that right now there is a captive audience online that done well, you can really build visibility for your brand, um, especially in markets where you're relatively unknown. So, with that, every example I've given you is about digital. And, you know, those most of you attending today know me and know that I am a huge believer in the digital channel and how it can help firms. In our industry that has not changed but right now it's really about marketing 101 and the first thing you learn in school when you go to marketing is that a good marketer goes where their customer is and they don't make their customer find them and right now where your customers are unfortunately are only online and so we reached out to our media partners that we tend to buy a lot of media from um, here locally on behalf of our customers and all of our radio partners, our TV partners, our online partners, our social media platforms that we buy media from, they're all seeing increases across the board. And I think that there will never be a time in the future that you have a more copy captive audience online. So if you can use the two tools that I've included in the presentation to think through how you can pivot your marketing and and bring value through the digital channel to your existing customers and your future customers, we think that day one is going to look a lot more promising for you. So in closing, we want you to think about What what will your day one look like? Will you be coming back to the office and trying to figure out how to regroup? Or will you and your team be finally happy to see one another and just continue putting forth the efforts that you've already started while you were in quarantine?
0: Well, thank you listeners for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of today's episode. I hope you found this special edition helpful. Don't forget to go to our website so you can download those, those tools that Judy was talking through. You can put them to use today. Just visit us at smartagees.com podcast. And don't forget, we're all in this together. We're going to get through it. It's just a new way of navigating through the sales and marketing activities as it relates to design and construction. So hang in there and we'll see you soon for season two.